Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of the Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about daily logs with the help of special guest Jason Stearns of Jeff King and Company in San Francisco, California. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show. Hey everyone, Tim Fowler here. Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show. Keep those ideas coming. We're uh, really enjoying all the feedback from people out there, so... Let me know what we can do for you at Tim at RemodelersAdvantage.com. So today we're tackling what I think is a pretty simple topic, but it's taken a long time to catch on in residential construction. So I'm in the process of revising my lead carpenter handbook. Mostly I'm just bringing it up to date with technology. The concepts are all there. But technology has changed considerably since I wrote that back in the late 1990s. So one of the sections in that book is about the daily job log. Now, when I did the book, it was a written document, and I encouraged people to complete the document, keep track of it, uh, file it away, all those kinds of things. And as I was traveling around doing seminars at various shows, And I mentioned this kind of thing. Almost everybody in the audience would look at me like I was crazy. Like, what are you talking about job logs? And I realized that in many cases, this was a commercial type application that we were trying to drag into the residential world. And at that time, most of the job log uh, situation was, was coming about because of legal reasons, completing a job log so that if there was a discussion later on about what happened on the job, it could be legally uh, dealt with if it needed to be. So a lot's changed since then. And what I'm seeing out there is that a lot of companies are starting to use the job log on a regular basis. Now, as I mentioned about the book, technology has really helped us. It's made it a whole lot easier. Uh, You can store the job logs electronically. You don't need multitudes of filing cabinets to keep the paper in. And in some cases, you can actually dictate the job logs and some crazy program will actually put it into words. So those of us who are not good at typing and certainly not good at working on a tablet can actually do a job log and it can be done uh, fairly well. So uh, we've had our guest on before talking about how to work with architects. And uh, he actually volunteered to come on and help us out talking about these job logs. So, Steve? Okay, let's get started. So, Jason Stearns has been working in the high-end residential market in San Francisco for almost 30 years. This has included working on projects for many prestigious architecture firms such as Olsen Kundig, Jim Jennings Architects, Alec Wilson Architects, and he joined Jeff King & Company as Director of Production in 2017. And he has helped implement the use of Procore for all production teams, standardized production formats, and started a weighted numeric skills assessment system for evaluating the carpentry and labor staff to identify needed training and advancement. Welcome to the show, Jason. Morning. 
So tell us a little bit more about what Jeff King and company does. So uh, as he said in his introduction, we're about a 30-person firm here in San Francisco uh, focused on high-end residential remodel. We work with architects and designers, and most of our work's here in San Francisco. So how many how many of that 30 are your site superintendents that might be dealing with this thing we call the job log? Uh, right now we've got seven site superintendents. So yes, okay. the other guys are going to be doing the, the uh, daily logs. Okay, so give us, in your words, what a daily log is. So from your vantage point, what is a daily log? Because like I mentioned in the intro, people are starting to do this but I'm kind of thinking that maybe it's more just like a, a communication mechanism. And I'm wondering if you see it as a little bit more than that. Well, I think like you said in your intro, uh, there's certainly the record keeping aspect of a daily log in case we have any questions later on down the road. Um, I like to get the guys to think about it also as a working tool. It's a place where you keep your notes. So, you have a conversation with a subcontractor, you got a commitment out of them what day they were going to show up on the job, maybe two weeks from now. And then a week before that subcontractor starts hemming and hawing, <laughs> refer back to your daily log and say, Hey, you know, on Monday the 4th, we talked, you committed to being here on the 15th. Uh, I'm going to hold you to that commitment. So, it, you know, it's just a way of capturing that information. Yeah, my wife was a bill collector for a doctor's office in South Georgia for a few years when we lived down there. And one of the things that she taught me was that if you write it down, if someone tells you they'll do something and you write it down and you tell them you're writing it down, it has a much bigger impact yeah. than just saying, okay. And so I love that idea of the job log being a place where you basically say, okay, Bob, the plumber, I'm writing this in my job log. Uh, thank you for that commitment. Yeah, I, I've been any number of times when uh, when I was out in the field running work and I would do that to my subcontractor, uh, how quickly they changed their story and started <laughs> trying to work with you as opposed to sandbagging. So it, it is effective. Yeah, so is, is the system that you guys use, is it computer-based? I, I, I heard something about Procore in there. Is that part of the it Procore is. program? It yeah, it, it's one of the features of Procore, so it's, uh, which is a really nice feature. In fact, it makes doing the daily logs a lot easier because a lot of the information is already in terms of, like, who are your subcontractors, who are your carpenters. Uh, there's a lot of pull-down menus that you can use, and so – it makes filling that out a lot, a lot faster. So is there actually a template in there for there is. The imp what, what kind of stuff is in that template? What information are you asking for? Well, uh, as much or as little as you want, because you can get <laughs> on and off features. But what our features are is we have uh, what's called the daily construction report, which is where you would put in uh, information about the subcontractors who show up uh, on that day. You'd get the name of the sub what their trade and cost code was, um, the number of personnel that showed up and how long they were going to be there, as well as a brief description about what they were doing and where they were working and if there were any issues that came up with their work. Okay, so it's fairly minimal then. I'm sorry? It's, very it's, fa minimal. it's fairly minimal. 
Well, that's, that's, a, that's daily construction. Then we've got a time card thing okay. for our employees, a notes section. Okay. Um, uh, a, a section for phone calls, a section for tracking inspections, a section for tracking deliveries and re-removal. Um, and each of those you can turn on. Oh, there, and there's also the, obviously there's a, a weather. Uh, right. Because you want right. to be able to track your weather through the course of the project. Yeah, so you can actually in the in the computer program Procore, you can turn some of these on and off. That's right. So if they're not, if you don't really need one that day, then your job log doesn't there. There isn't a blank spot for it. it just you pull it up if you if you well, want. You would generally wait. We set it up ahead of time, so I say like these are the things that I definitely want you guys to capture. This okay, is what I've identified as I think you know who's on site, what are they doing, where were they working. Did any issues come up with what they were trying to accomplish that day? Um, who did you talk to? Who showed up on the site? Um, what kind of commitments did you get out of them if they were subcontractors or the architect and engineering team uh, in terms of deliverables and, and that sort of stuff? So those, these are the kind of the, the basics that I think that every uh, daily log should have. Okay. And then do you actively actively – monitor those uh, from the office? Do, that, do you get notified when one is done so that you can see who's doing them and who's not? Uh, there is that feature in Procore. Uh, we don't have that set up. Um, generally what I do is every so often, maybe once a week, two, every two weeks, I'll try to drop in and, and see what's been going on. Okay. Uh, because to your point earlier about uh, site super's comfort level, uh, I got a span. I got I got people who are like all over it, and <laughs> great logs, and people who I can barely get them to write down the name of the subcontractor who showed up. So I like to be able to go in and take a look at how those guys are doing, so I know who to who to uh, ping and, and remind them of the importance of this. So how did you get how did you get your site supers? I mentioned in the intro that it it's kind of hard sometimes to get. The people on site to do paperwork is what we typically call it. Now it's electronic work or record keeping. But um, how did you get your gang to actually buy into this and and actually start using this system? Well, obviously, there's made it mandatory. <laughs> it's part of their it's part of their job description. Right. Um, okay. So there isn't any question about that? But but more in terms of helping them understand why this is important feature of the job is is you know i talked to the guys about how when you transition you've come up through the the trades as a carpenter and now you want an opportunity to to run work it's going to be less about your build knowledge than much as your ability to manage information and that um you know as you know i mean the big difference the big transition that we all got to make is change from thinking as a builder to changing the to thinking as a contractor. Okay. Right. And that this information that we're trying to track and manage over time is as important as knowing how uh, to do a California corner. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's all, it's all part of the big picture of, of construction. So what do you tell them as to why it's important? Uh, what, what is the reason that you tell your crew as to why all this uh, record keeping is important. Worst case scenario, 
yeah. keep our house out of a sling. Yeah. That's, that's the, I mean, the number one thing with this is that it's, uh, it's a legal document. Right. I mean, the, the, as I understand it, and I've been in situations where I've had to draw on my daily logs to argue a case in front of, you know, uh, an arbiter. Okay. Uh, because the client had thought we were negligent in our duty uh, and our standard of care. And, um, you know, legally, when you write down things in a journal like this, uh, contemporaneously, the that's considered, that that is the record, right? If when you come back later and people are saying, well, I remember it this way or I remember it that way, that doesn't carry as much weight as this document does. So, you know, unfortunately, that is the number one reason we're doing this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, secondarily, I like to try to impress upon the guys that this can be a working tool right. uh, that they can refer back to. Uh, and, and get having, you know, they talk to a subcontractor they've gotten a commitment out of. Uh, and now that subcontractor's hemming and hawing about showing up next week. You go, look, I, we talked on last Friday. I got it in my records here. You said you would be here on this day. Right. So I'm to that. And more often than not, the subcontractor, knowing that there's a written record, yeah. you go, okay, well, let me I'll, I'll make <laughs> something happen here for you. Yeah, let me see if I can let me see if I can call somebody else and put yeah, them exactly, off. Exactly. That's what I that's, that's right. I mean, why do they put us off if they can put somebody else off? So exactly. one of the challenges that I had again years ago is and even now as I'm talking about this with with people in seminars, is people will literally say, Well, you know, we've been in business for twenty years and we've never had a lawsuit. And and I go like Lucky Yeah, them. yeah, right, exactly. And I say, you know what? One of the challenges, I think, with the job log is, you know, y- you got to have one, but hopefully you don't ever need it, you know? Right. And I think right. that's the that's the challenge, and especially with insurance. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. You hope you never have to go back and look at it, but make sure you yeah. did it right the first time. And- yep. So as a, as a manager of the production department there at, at Jeff King – are there negative consequences for your your supers if they don't fill out this job log regularly or or sufficiently? Public embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. uh, is it a, is it a flogging? Is it a public <laughs> flogging? <laughs> no, not not in California. I know that. No, no. it's a timeout in California, right? <laughs> uh, sorely tempted at, at times, but you know. No, there isn't. Uh, as far as that, I mean, it is part of, like I said, it's part of their, their key accountabilities. It's part of their okay. job description. So it does come up in uh, their, their reviews. Right. We talk about that. And if somebody ultimately just isn't getting on, bar, on board and filling this out at all, um, you know, I'll have to evaluate that. And whether, you know, like I said, I'm trying to remind these guys, this is what their job is. It's managing this information. And if they can't do that and help protect the company, then probably we're going to have to think about rethink our relationship. Okay. We find a place that is comfortable with that level of <laughs> you know, fly by your pants, seat in your pants. Yeah. Yep. So, Jason, historical data in projects is almost like a form of currency. So, you mentioned kind of going back if there is litigation, but do you look at them in other 
cases, you know, as you're planning projects, looking at projects, like this is what was done during this project. I think we can do it faster. Or is there anything that you can take no, from that's this? That's a great idea. <laughs> you know, that kind of gets on the whole subject of uh, project postmortems. Yeah. I don't know anybody who does that really well, but uh, right. uh, that would be a good source of that information is go back and look, you know, uh, if you had issues with subcontractors or, or uh, the architect, that kind of thing. Yeah, that would be a useful now i guess this is something that's just internal for you guys does anybody else see this does it, do the clients see these no. or do the do the architects see them no okay no, no this is just an internal document yeah because yeah. i i think that's another one of the i don't know the misconceptions with the job log now is that uh people are using it and probably it's okay, but they're using it as a communication tool with the client. In other words, they're posting it in a cloud-based program right? and the client's getting a little ding at the office and they can read what happened that day and the pictures that are posted and that sort of thing. And I think that's one use of it, but I think the legal side of it probably requires yeah. some word, wording that isn't in that original. Right. I, I would, I would, not recommend that as a best practice. I think there's, you know, certainly send out emails once a week or whatever to your clients in the yard. Yeah. So they know what's going on on the job site. But this really, because of um, the potential legal aspect of it, I would keep it private and in the company. Uh, in fact, I had to uh, talk to one of my superintendents the other day because uh, he was making some editorial comments uh, <laughs> about how things were going on the job site. And I'm like, well, I completely sympathize with your frustrations, but this isn't the place to do it. Uh, those kinds of comments would get us into a lot of trouble if we were facing uh, opposing counsel. <laughs> right. Just that. So, yeah, so no, I, could... I wouldn't, I wouldn't make these public. Okay. So, uh, how about a couple of stories? Uh, if you, if you can, uh, obviously no names and, and, incriminating marks, but uh, any kind of a story about how a job log has really helped you in a positive way over the years where it actually won the day for you? Well, I, I think I've told you the story about, yes, uh, years ago, I was doing a, a project. Uh, it was a penthouse in a downtown San Francisco building, complete build out, and things went south with that client. Uh, and ended up in arbitration. And uh, this client's attorney accused us of all kinds of negligence. And the big one was around, she wanted this architectural concrete floor. So we used uh, uh, rapid set true. Uh, and, you know, it goes on a three eighths of an inch thick over the, the structural slab. And so what happens with concrete that's, you know, that area, it gets hairline cracks. Well, they tried to sue us that that was negligence. They had seen an example prior to uh, us actually applying that. And so when we ended up in arbitration over this, I was able to go back to, because I, when she brought that to my attention, before we did the work, I captured all that information in the daily logs. And wow. as well as, because I captured the information about who the subcontractors were who did that work and the fact that that subcontractor had brought on the manufacturer's rep, all that information was, you know, ammunition on our side. 
for fighting their case that no, we did everything properly. Um, what you got here is, you know, perfectly within standards. Uh, wow. So that got us off the hook. The definitely the legal loss was being able to go through and cross-reference them with, because the nice thing about the Procore system is you can pull up reports. So I can look at a month at a time, or I can look at, you know, just the daily construction report for a period of time and get all that out of there. So it, it was easy to harvest that information. Okay. So uh, how about the opposite side of it? Have you got any, uh, like, like nightmare story you could share well, with us? Uh, might shock, shock some people into awareness. I worked for uh, years ago. I wasn't involved in this project, but um, they ended up in court. And it was a tens of millions of dollar case. Wow. And, and the judge, uh, there was a ruling against the contractor. And one of the things in the ruling that the contractor pointed to was the lack of uh, information. I think the contractor went in there saying, this is what we did, but they had no supporting information like the daily logs. Right, right. So there's your, yeah, this is what happens yeah. if you don't do it. Yeah, so I've got I've had a couple of different uh, contractors that I've worked with. It's oddly enough on the West Coast, right? Really? Uh, yeah. One one there in Berkeley, and one I think in uh, Seattle. But uh, two different. Uh, one of the guys they kept a really good log, and they ended up getting half of their money. Uh, mm-hmm. They didn't get all of it, but they got half of it. Another company didn't keep good daily logs, and they lost like ninety grand. Uh, yeah. You know, about ten percent of the yeah. project, which yeah. rep- would certainly represent all the profit. So, yeah. it just strikes me that, uh, especially with as easy it as it is today to do this kind of thing, uh, it just makes such good sense. I've tried to tell people that the same litigiousness that's in the commercial world has migrated to the residential world. That's right. That's right. It didn't used to be there, but now it's there. So we right. have to adopt some right. of these. Uh, some of these practices. Well, particularly for us, since our clientele sort of are used to being in that world. Right. Um, you know, they all have lawyers, right? right. That's a common, you know, it's not <laughs> an uncommon thing that they have personal lawyers because their business dealings and whatnot. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we do see a lot more potential for that than, than years ago. Yeah. So any, any last little golden nugget for us here that you could just uh, lay on us and, uh, and help us uh, kind of bring this to a close? Well, I guess the, the, I have to address the people who are still on the fence about whether this is worthwhile or not, because uh, I think it's self-evident to those of us who understand why we should do it. But to those who are sitting on the fence, um, like we were talking about before, this is, this is cheap insurance and uh, better to, to have that insurance paid up than <laughs> find yourself in, in, in the courtroom. Uh, yeah. To back you up. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Jason. I know You're it's busy. Welcome. I know it's busy and chaotic out it there, is. It and is. Uh, but we appreciate you taking some time and helping us understand this a little bit. Great, no problem. I enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you guys later. All right, thanks a lot, Jason. Right. Bye bye. So, Tim, how much have things changed with the daily log since your since you wrote the Lee Carpenter handbook? So not much has changed in terms of what's necessary in the, in the logs. I think we've known that all along. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing is, number one, I've been around longer and I've heard more horror stories. And so 
I'm a little bit more equipped to tell people you need to do these things. But I think the other thing is just the electronics have made it so much easier to do them. I'm telling you, I had a a log. Well, it's in the book. You can buy the book and and see the log, but it's a full eight and a half by 11 page. And if you fill out one of those every day for a six month project, you've got a big stack of paper. But if you put it electronically, it's so much easier to store and so much easier, like Jason mentioned, to retrieve the information when you actually need it. So I had a, a, I have a story as well, but I had a friend who's a contractor, uh, had a major issue with a window install, um, and they went through all the process. They were bordering on, uh, right on the border of litigation, and um, the one of his lead carpenter, just by habit, had his own daily journey, journal that he kept. Wow. And that yeah. daily journal was used to prevent them from getting into any trouble. He right. didn't set it up, but that's what it was there. So do these things align with the positive? Is it mostly about the insurance of, you know, checks and balances on the uh, litigation side? Or, you know, what other benefits do you see? Or is that really the key? Well, I benefit? think this idea that you actually brought up about, uh, like, documenting so in the future we know a little bit better about how this type of job mm-hmm. uh, might be run, I think, is a, is a big deal. I really do like the, the idea of uh, talking particularly with a sub or a supplier or maybe even an employee on the job site and that you write down the conversation. It is so much more uh, punch to it, if you will, so much more valid if mm-hmm. there's something written down that you can go back to. And then not being afraid. I think Jason was pretty – he's pretty bold and assertive, but he'll you know call it to the contractor – to say, look, you, you told me I've got it written in my journal. You told me you'd be here on Monday, so I need you here on Monday. Of course, that that has to have the follow-up as well. But I think those those reasons are good enough for me. Yeah. And then the legal thing is just like, wow, if we need it, we have it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So once again, we would like to thank Jason Stearns for joining us today. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. And remember, at the Tim Fowler Show, we're working hard to eliminate this ugly phrase, it is what it is, from your vocabulary. This has been another episode of the Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast track your growth? Visit remodelersadvantage.com slash consulting to learn more. And if you'd like more information about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program, please send me an email at steve at remodelersadvantage.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.